This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, feline friends. This is Michelle Byrne, your host on Catitude. And today we're going to talk about Halloween safety for your kitties. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back. It's the Cats of Laughing Thunder in The New Businesses Adventure. Follow the hilarious adventures of the cartoon cats of Laughing Thunder as they each launch a business to earn money. Sven starts a cooking show with dishes that are a bit bizarre. Yolanda builds a robot with serious issues. Fritz buys a blimp to film weather videos. Pumpkin publishes a how-to-be unmannerly website, but they face many troubles along the way. From silly adults to stupid teens, from unruly robots to wild weather. Will they succeed? Find out in this awesome illustrated children's fiction book featuring the Cats of Laughing Thunder in the new Businesses Adventure. You can purchase their latest adventure book at shop.laughingthunder.com. That's shop.laughingthunder.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I am beyond excited and in awe of my next guest. Well, first, I'm very proud that she is in the Pet Life Radio family. Dr. Justine Lee is the host of ER Vet, which is one of our newer shows, super popular. She is an emergency veterinary specialist and toxologist. She's been on NBC Weekend Today, Rachel Ray, and many, many more TV shows. She's also a criticalist at an animal emergency referral center in the Twin Cities, Minnesota. Welcome, Dr. Lee. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm very excited to have you, and I just think you're amazing. So Aww, You're too sweet. Thank you. <laughs> so let's get to it. You know, you're an ER vet. I'm sure you've seen so many things over the years, you know, with animal emergencies, and it seems like Halloween is always a dangerous time for cats. It is. You know, all of the holidays are associated with poisonings. I would say Easter is actually probably the most dangerous because of Easter lilies when it comes to poisonous plants. But any holiday, there's going to be unusual decorations, different foods around and different smells. So yeah, unfortunately, we will see more poisonings in dogs and cats during any kind of holiday. Oh, you think about that and it's like, oh, you know, it's just, it's hard to even imagine. But it happens. What are some of the things that we can keep away from our cats that like I didn't even know about Easter lilies of affecting cats? And especially around, you know, since we have coming up Halloween and maybe a little bit toward the other holidays, just what are some of the things that, you know, people wouldn't think of that they should really be aware of? 
Sure. I always say plants. Plants are the number one poisoning that I worry about in cats. And that's because, to be quite honest, cats are so different from dogs. Cats are never going to eat large amounts of raisins or grapes or chocolate or other poisonings like that. So while Halloween is going to be more of a danger for dogs with chocolate, cats are too dignified to eat chocolate. So I'm going to say plants. Most of the time when we see fall plants, they're usually chrysanthemum or mum plants. But if you ever bring a fresh cut flower bouquet into your household, whether or not it's from a florist or from your yard, you never want to bring in anything from the lilium or hemorrhalis species. So these are really beautiful, big blooms. Even the greens are poisonous. Two or three leaves can cause severe kidney failure in a cat. And most plants, honestly, aren't going to be that big of a deal. I always say check ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. They have an amazing pet poisoning plant section. And you can just look it up and see what plants are dangerous. But I'm going to go with plants still being the most dangerous when it comes to any kind of danger because cats love chewing on any kind of plant material. The second danger that I worry about around Halloween time is actually glow sticks and glow jewelry. A lot of people are using this as part of their children's costume. And again, the glowing jewelry just adds that extra light. It glows in the dark, but it is poisonous to cats. Cats are super curious. So they see this glowing thing in the dark. They're going to chew on that plastic. And thankfully, it's not too, too bad. But there's a chemical that causes a glow that's really, really bitter. And so if a cat chews on it, it can cause profuse drooling, pawing at the mouth, vomiting, not wanting to eat. Thankfully, if you see this, you can actually flush out your cat's mouth or just give something really tasty, like canned tuna in water or even a little bit of milk. And then I usually recommend turning off the light and making sure your cat doesn't glow anywhere. And if you do see that they're glowing, you want to make sure to use a damp terry cloth and bathe and wipe off that chemical. So that's the second poison that I see the most during Halloween. First is plants. Second is glow stick jewelry. That is incredible because I would have no idea. And I guess most people out there would have no idea. And it's funny, but it's not. I mean, your cat might glow. So, But I could see what you mean if it dripped on your cat's fur or something and how cats clean themselves. You want to make sure that there's none of that toxic glowing stuff anywhere near your cat's. What about, you hear on Halloween so many crazy stories of people doing crazy things with cats. I would think if you have indoor-outdoor, you don't want to keep them outdoor. Yeah, that's such a great point, especially if you have a black cat. And of course, while this isn't a, quote, poisoning danger, you never know who's out there that's going to harm a cat. And especially because of the, you know, Halloween association with witches and black cats. I always say on Halloween night, because there's so much traffic going on, there's so many strangers coming to your door that are knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell, it's going to stress out your cat. So keep them in a room just to make sure they don't dart out the front door, especially if you're a black cat, keep them inside because you don't know if anyone's going to cause harm to them. Okay, and even though this is, you know, kind of a Halloween show, but besides just Halloween and leading into holiday time, what are some ways that we could keep our cats safer and also keep our cats less stressed? Because I know that they like their environment and they don't like a lot of change in their environment. Sure. So I would say along the Halloween dangers, one of the big poisonings I see between Halloween and 
the holidays is actually liquid potpourri. And there are certain chemicals in the house that dogs, it's not going to be a big deal, but because cats have an altered liver metabolism, they can't handle certain chemicals. And so the biggest one is liquid potpourri or really concentrated essential oils. So during this time of the year, people may light candles like pumpkin spice candles, pumpkin spice potpourri pots. And unfortunately, when they do that, if their cat takes even a few licks out of it, it causes severe corrosive burns to the mouth, esophagus, and stomach. So if you have a cat, absolutely no simmer potpourri pots. I'm sorry, you can't have them in your house. You're gonna have to use a different type of air freshener instead. And that's because again, it can cause these bad burns. So if a cat even takes one or two licks, we can see profuse drooling, pawing at the mouth, difficulty breathing, not eating, and really rarely, those liquid potpourri chemicals or essential oils can actually cause liver failure or lung failure. The fourth way I would keep your cat safe during this time of the year is be careful when you have Halloween costumes. Cats, they're so dignified, they don't wanna wear a Halloween costume. They don't wanna wear you know, any kind of Christmas ornament or Christmas outfit. And we do wanna be really careful because if you put something on your cat, it could actually choke them or if it's really tight fitting, stress them out. If it has certain parts attached to the costume, like a long stringy strand, if your cat chews that and swallows that, that can actually lead to what we call a linear foreign body. They swallow it and that long stringy material can actually get stuck in the intestines and saw through the intestines. So I'm not a huge believer in decorating your cat during this time of the year. They really usually don't like to wear costumes. Some cats do, don't get me wrong, but if your cat's running away from you or pawing at it and trying to get out of that outfit, I always say, when in doubt, it's not worth putting your cat in a dangerous costume. Very good tip. And yep, that's why you see so many of these little teeny dogs with clothes and clothing lines. You don't see too many clothing lines for cats. Although that's right. I did get my Maine Coon into a sweater once, but that was about it. And <laughs> And he was moonwalking, so I don't think he liked it on him. Um, oh no! But but it was just it was just for a photo op, so it wasn't too bad, and and it was right off of him. He has Maine Coon. He has enough fur. He doesn't need that. So, what are some other tips? Yeah, my last tip would be when it comes to minimizing the stress for your cat. They are happier locked in your bedroom with their own litter box with food and water the day of Halloween or the night of Halloween or as we're approaching the holidays during Thanksgiving when family's coming over or during the holidays when you have a bunch of family over, they don't want to deal with that stress. It's better to keep them in a quiet room. And there's a couple of things you can do to minimize that stress. I love the product Feel Away, F-E-L-I-W-A-Y. And Feel Away is a natural pheromone that is designed to minimize stress in your cat. And you can spray it on a towel, you can spray it on a bed, and they even have feel-away diffusers. And that naturally will minimize the stress. The other thing you can do is play some white noise. So play some music in the background, nothing too loud, a radio talk show, um, just so they can have the, any kind of noise in the environment drown out. For Halloween night, if they constantly are hearing the doorbell, they may get really scared by that. And we don't want to chance your cat running outside. Halloween is one of those nights, just like July 4th, where I'm worried that you know your cat's going to dart out. So if you have an indoor or indoor-outdoor cat, please keep them indoor, especially on holidays. And then I always recommend making sure your cat has a collar, identification tags, 
or even a microchip, because if your cat's lost, that ID tag or that microchip can really help make sure you find your cat. So those are my biggest tips. Make sure to keep poisonous plants out of the household. And again, during the fall, we don't see as many Easter lilies, but we can still see certain types of poisonous plants. The second thing I always recommend is making sure to keep certain Halloween pet dangers out of reach. So a lot of times it's going to be that glow stick jewelry or costume jewelry from your kid. It may be that liquid potpourri simmer pot. You know, cats aren't going to eat the grapes, raisins, chocolates that we see in dogs. So that's not going to be that big of a deal. But then we also want to make sure we're keeping our cats safe by making sure we're putting them in a costume only if they're comfortable only if they tolerate it. We make sure that it doesn't have anything poisonous or dangerous on it, like long ribbons or even metallic pieces that they can swallow and that can result in zinc or lead poisoning. And lastly, keep them inside. Keep them in a quiet room. Consider using a natural pheromone like Feel Away, or there are a couple of cats that are so stressed out. You can even talk to your veterinarian about certain sedatives or anti-anxiety medications that they can use at home. I always say the safest way of keeping your cat safe is by pre-programming your cell phone, your GPS with your veterinarian and your emergency veterinarian. So you know how to get there and you know who to call in an emergency. And if you think your cat was potentially poisoned, maybe they chewed into that uh, glow stick jewelry, make sure you call the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center at 888-426-4435 for life-saving advice. They're the only nonprofit animal poison control center in the world, and they can help you even from home if you think your cat was poisoned. Okay, we're going to be right back after this message, and I have just a couple more questions for Dr. Lee right after this message. I just want to tell you about this great new litter I found. Molly and Dennis and Charlotte love it. And what's even more important, Mama loves it a lot. It's called Pretty Litter. And what it does that it makes it so different from any other litter I've ever used is it has a built-in health monitoring system. So the litter actually changes color to let you know if there's anything going on with your cat. Because cats hide their health issues. They don't really talk and tell you about it until it's almost too late. So what this does is it starts off, it actually starts off really pretty. It's a white crystal and it will turn colors as your cat does its business. There's actually a color code on the bag and it lets you know if it turns this color, you know, monitor it because it might be time to see your vet and check it out. Now, the other wonderful thing is that I have a special code for all my catitude friends. Go to prettylitter.com slash cat101. Use the coupon code CAT101 and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. That's prettylittercats.com slash CAT101. Use the coupon code CAT101 and you'll get 20% off your first subscription order. Can't beat that. We are talking to Dr. Lee, who hosts ER Vet with some very, very good tips for your cat on Halloween and other holidays. Dr. Lee, you mentioned the Animal Poison Control Center. That is a fabulous, wonderful tip because 
most people don't even know they exist. You're, you know, your animal's sick, something happens, and you hope there is an emergency clinic nearby, but not everybody lives near one. So that's a great tip. And so say I find my cat choking or foaming at the mouth. It seems obvious, but what are some, you know, things that I would notice if my cat is, I mean, I know obvious with the foaming and all that, but what are some other things I would notice on my cat that would tell me, okay, he or she is, something is wrong? Sure. Well, first of all, I will say that when it comes to any kind of poisoning, the sooner you find out that your cat is poisoned, even if they're not showing any signs, the sooner you can get them to a veterinarian, the less expensive and the less dangerous it is for your cat. And, you know, it's really important. Most people think, ah, it's not going to be a big deal. My cats aren't showing any signs. But even if they take one or two licks of something, it can result in severe poisoning. And, you know, I always say you don't always want to check on Google because you might not find the right information on the Internet. So when in doubt, it's not worth risking your cat's life. Call the ASPCA Animal Poison Control if needed. I will say there are very few poisons that quote, kill acutely. Most of them take, you know, hours to days before we'll start to see clinical signs. So again, when in doubt, call your vet, your ER vet or ASPCA immediately so you can find out if it's poisonous or not. Once we do that, there are some things that aren't going to be as big of a deal. There are certain household plants that honestly aren't that dangerous. But when in doubt, you always want to call for advice. And I will say that 90% of plants out there just cause some vomiting and diarrhea. So, you know, you never know unless you're a botanist, if they're going to be poisonous, if you're a veterinary toxicologist. But if you notice some of these signs, your cat's hiding, your cat's drooling, your cat's pawing at the mouth, your cat is having difficulty breathing, your cat's not using the litter box appropriately, your cat vomits more than two to three times in a 24-hour period, those are signs you want to get to a vet right away. And my general guideline is when in doubt, call an emergency vet in your area because sometimes they can triage and answer those questions on the phone for you. So great resources out there. Just make sure that you're taking good care of your cat. Okay, and one quickie for up and coming. What about for Christmas trees? You know, decorations, cats go, you know, with tinsel and all of that. Yeah, that's a great question. So if you have a Christmas tree, I'm going to say there's a couple of things that I want to make sure that you avoid. And one of them is, you said it spot on, Michelle, is tinsel. If you own a cat, I'm sorry, but you're not allowed to have any tinsel in the house. You're not allowed to have any long pieces of ribbon. And the main reason why is, again, cats are so curious that they're going to go ahead and look for that piece of tinsel and chew on it. And when they do that, that tinsel gets swallowed and sometimes it gets stuck at the base of your cat's tongue or in their stomach. And again, this causes a linear foreign body that can actually saw through your cat's intestines. And that results in a life-threatening septic peritonitis, a really severe infection in the abdomen. The second thing I say when it comes to Christmas trees is you want to make sure that it's well secured. In other words, if you're hanging up a tree, your cat, of course, is going to try to climb up the base. So you want to pick a sturdy base at the bottom of your Christmas tree to prevent it from falling. I also recommend putting in a ceiling hook, like what people use for hanging up plants, and then securing the top of the Christmas tree with thick, clear fishing line. So something like monofilament. So something really thick that will help secure the tree in place so it doesn't topple over. 
The other thing is make sure you're using the right ornaments or decorations. If you're gonna do ornaments, make sure to hang them ideally on the top two thirds of the tree so your cat doesn't bat them off the bottom. You're gonna ideally avoid any kind of glass ornaments in case your cat knocks them down. So plastic is probably fine. And if you have a young kitten, I'm gonna recommend avoiding Christmas lights. This sounds like a downer, but sometimes cats are so curious, they're gonna chew on those electric cords. And this can result in severe burns in the mouth or even some type of what we call non-cardiogenic pulmonary edema within the lung. And this causes severe difficulty breathing. Sometimes you can use bitter apple or other kinds of sprays that are anti-chewing puppy sprays to avoid your cat from chewing on it. So that's probably the safest thing to do. And then lastly, I'm gonna say location, location, location. When it comes to putting your Christmas tree in the right spot, you wanna make sure you're not putting it by any launching points where your cat can jump. So don't put it right next to your cat tree, right? So put it in a corner of the room where it's not gonna topple over, where your cat can't launch off from the fireplace mantle. And ideally, you know, just make sure you're securing the tree, you're picking the right decorations, and you're pet proofing during the holidays appropriately. Oh, this has been great information. What is the phone number again if somebody has to call the emergency? What was it, the ASPCA? Yeah, if they have an emergency, I always say, you know, program your cell phone right now with the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center's 24 hour hotline at 888. 888- 426-4435, or you can just Google ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. Now keep in mind, there's a small fee associated with it. It's a $65 fee, but that $65 fee includes all follow-up, even for your veterinarian to call as many times as they need to regarding management in that case. And again, they're the only nonprofit animal poison control out there. And that may actually save you a really expensive emergency room visit. So again, really helpful to call or call your veterinarian first. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on Catitude and sharing all this wonderful information for how to keep your cat safe through, you know, Halloween and beyond. Thank you so much for having me on, Michelle. Oh. Absolutely love your show at Catitude because I'm a total cat person. Ah, Dr. Lee, you are awesome. You are fabulous. And wow, with great information, Dr. Lee gave you some great information for how to take care of your cat if anything should come up for Halloween and beyond. So great information. Make sure you definitely have the number of the ASPCA in your phone. I'm going to make sure I have that number right away. And it will also be on the show page for this episode. So if you didn't catch it or you're doing something while you're, you know, running or biking while you're listening or driving, don't worry. It's going to be on the show page. A huge thank you to Dr. Lee. Be sure to check out Dr. Lee's show on Pet Life Radio. It's called ER Vet. I'd like to thank my uh, cat crew, Molly and Charlotte and Dennis, who are going to be so safe during the holidays now that I have even more knowledge about how to take care of them and make sure they're not hurt or nothing happens during the holidays. And thanks to everyone listening to Catitude for, you know, listening and writing in your comments and giving me great feedback. And thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guest sound great. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.